So welcome to today's show, guys. So today's guest is Roman Mironov, uh, a life coach, so similar to myself in, in some respects. So welcome to the show, Roman. Hi. Hi, Jim, and thank you so much for having me. It's, uh, it's a pleasure. Not a problem. Um, so if you just want to introduce yourself uh, to the guests, and then we'll get on to talk about today's topic slash topics. Okay. Just, just a second here. My name is Roman Mirnov. I am your friendly neighborhood porn detox coach. And yes, that, that's what I do. I help people get rid of porn addiction so that they take themselves from level one to level five. And then I'm happy to guide them, to push them, to use that as groundwork for living a better life. More success, more happiness, an amazing intimate relationship, and things like that. So it sounds to me then that like there's a, a process. First is obviously understanding the disadvantages of what porn is and, and what it does to your brain and body. Then it's how uh, or or, or uh, understanding that you have an addiction, and then speaking to someone like yourself to get you off that addiction. So if we maybe start with the start, is that fair to say that process? Yeah, it is the process. And I would say that what you mentioned, this recognizing you have an addiction, this awareness, it's so important. Because a lot of the times, people would just go on for years watching tons of porn and never admitting to themselves that they are addicted. So any kind of recovery starts with being honest to yourself and doing an audit of your life and seeing that I'm wasting one or two hours per day. That's one work day per week. 52 work days per year. That's a lot of time. And oftentimes I make a simple calculation that by wasting just one or two hours per day, an average guy would waste $153,600 in 10 years. With that awareness starts the freedom. That's crazy if you think about it in that respect of, of adding up the time and adding up the cost, etc. Um, but other than just the 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 disadvantage you mentioned there, there are obviously plenty of other disadvantages, especially for men. Um, you know, lowering testosterone, the getting rid of your basically uh, power seed, let's say the simping situation, uh, lowering your uh, expectations, maybe low self-esteem because you're seeing guys who are maybe better at the act than you are. Can you shed some light on some of the disadvantages of watching porn that you obviously as a, a, a porn addiction coach have come to understand from your job? Well, you actually mentioned almost all of them. You, you did the job for me. <laughs> Thank you. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Yes, I would say number one benefit is your energy, because when you ejaculate and you do the soften, you literally quench your testosterone because your body releases this hormone prolactin, which makes you very calm and comfortable and sleepy. So that's how you feel. You become sleepy when you do excessive masturbation. So energy and that energy, it's in everything. It translates into productivity. It, it translates into greater results at the gym. One example that I love is just recently, one of my clients, he went from bench pressing 40 kilos 
to 70 kilos in just two months. <laughs> now, the next benefit is more focus. A lot of people, when they do fapping and watching porn, they report memory problems, lack of concentration, difficulty focusing, especially for teenagers who need to study. Let's say they study for an exam and suddenly they they don't have the mental firepower to focus on what they're doing. And then they hate themselves for it. They go to watch porn in order to put themselves into oblivion and forget about the pain that they're feeling right now, that mental pain. And it, it just becomes a downward spiral. Is that Another benefit. For, for boxers, sorry. Um, is that why when boxers or athletes are coming up to a fight or a final, they aren't allowed to have any sort of, well, obviously masturbation, but any intercourse as well? Because once they have ejaculated it, as you said, puts them into that. Um, like I, I, t- I tend to think of it in this way. If you're hungry, you will fight for food. But if you are satisfied, you go into rest and digest, don't you? And is it something similar to, with regards to that then, Raymond? Absolutely. You got it 100% correct. I would not I would not speak for every athlete or every boxer, but we have a lot of anecdotal evidence for sure. Muhammad Ali, Mike Tyson, they did semen retention before fights. This is, yeah, th- this is what we know. And... The, yeah, this is this is true just for pretty much all people. And uh, funny enough, funny enough, there is this study from Japan that that showed that it's yeah, we know that it's good to do semen retention, but it's also good to ejaculate once in a while to have sex, to have that physical release. Because if you wait for seven days, that's what that study showed between ejaculations. Your t- and you ejaculate. Okay, you sorry, you ejaculate, then you wait for seven days. Seven days after the ejaculation, your testosterone levels increase compared to that baseline level where you started. So, so yeah, yeah, you're right. This is so, a, an amazing. So, could you time your uh, ejaculation? And also, just a, a side question because I think this is actually quite important is there a difference? between actually having sex and ejaculating versus masturbation and ejaculating? Because some people on here who are listening are probably thinking, well, okay, well, you're not basically saying anything disadvantaged uh, in in terms of watching porn because I can just ejaculate using my own right or left hand. Can you shed some light on the difference really between actually having intercourse versus using your trusty best friend? (laughs) I don't even know where to start. Because this goes deep. Okay, there is another great study that actually showed that the quality of sex, not the quality of sex, the quality of sperm, the parameters of sperm, like sperm motility, I think, it improves between sex and masturbation. Sex produces healthier sperm. Why? Because when you are having sex, you are experiencing amazing emotions, deep connection with the other person, enjoying the intimacy, giving love, feeling this unconditional love, getting out of your head and into the present moment. This is one of those beautiful experiences where you actually feel that 
present state, present moment energy. That's why it's, it, it just cannot compare. One of the best tools for going nofap is to actually get a girlfriend. And a lot of people who struggled with porn, they would report that after getting a girlfriend, porn seems like a joke. And I totally know what they mean because I, I was watching porn between 14 and 21. And at 21, I got my first girlfriend. I struggled with my sex for, for the first two months with her, getting hard and so on, weaning myself of those porn images. But when I nailed it, it was amazing. And that experience, it's, it's definitely among my top three life experiences. So cannot compare. <laughs> but does, does then, for, for porn then, obviously, if you are having a girlfriend, as you said, as opposed to masturbating, the suburban quality is better. You're getting positive reinforcement from a partner. You're also getting positive reinforcement in, in respect of you've had to uh, meet this person you've had to develop a relationship with this person you've had to tick all of the boxes in order to get yourself into that position whereas someone who is just going on one of the websites for example they are getting positive reinforcement for bad behavior can, can you shed some light on that as well in terms of what people can do to as you said wean themselves off these type of videos because look, at the end of the day if you are watching especially hardcore pornography and you then get a girlfriend and you realize that maybe she's not going to do some of the stuff that you've seen these these porn stars uh, do, again, is that going to affect your uh, ability to enjoy it? Yeah, and of course, of course. And let, so you ask how you actually wean yourself off. And this is how you use this awareness, what I'm going to say, as motivation. Because... What happens is that porn destroys your relationship. To tell you a little bit of my story, I was married. And at one point, we had disagreement in our relationship with my ex-wife. I mean, at, wife at the time. And I was sad about this. I was kind of depressed, mildly depressed. And I started to watch porn because I did not enjoy our sex. Started to watch porn again. And... That was not enough. First, it was okay. Yeah. But then I thought I needed more. So I made my wife watch it with me. <laughs> and she didn't want it. It felt weird, but I still did it. And I felt a little bit of arousal from that. But that was not enough. I, I needed more intensity. So I, I told her once, let's watch it together. And also do the same things that those guys are doing on the screen. Just following their lead. That was that was super weird. And well, Tiasha said yes, but <laughs> did it help our relationship? No. What happened is that one year after she filed for a divorce. So that's your lesson right there. If you if you treasure your relationship, if you really appreciate it, keep it. Don't watch porn. I also have a client right now who lost his wife 100% to PMO. His flavor, his favorite flavor of PMO, which is porn masturbation orgasm, is edging. He was edging. He felt tired. And as a result, he was not engaged with her. 
he he did not behave like a man, like a leader in the relationship, not like a masculine guy. She ended up leaving him. Could that could that also be like in terms of getting a partner involved in in porn? Is that more likely to make her promiscuous and someone who doesn't respect the relationship side as well? Because they may actually then get into uh, the physical side of of the videos, if that makes sense, and get away from the 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 intimate side and say, well, actually, yes, I I now have a fantasy of twenty five blokes in in one session is that is that a risk as well because we've talked a lot about the men's male side and the testosterone and the masculine frame and the the the, the semen retention nofap and all this sort of stuff but what about on the female side look on the female side a lot of a lot of women they lack sexuality so when you are opening them up with porn like this you are actually helping them realize their sexuality no 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 i'm kidding what what i did the mistake that i did i was actually leading her down this road of promiscuous behavior that like you said i i was i was getting it totally wrong as a leader i need in a relationship as a guy a like thinking of a traditional relationship my goal is to lead my life to a better place in terms of self-improvement, sexuality, and all these beautiful things. But if I lead her to this porn place, to this promiscuous behavior, I'm teaching her the wrong thing. I'm literally toxifying her mind with all, with all these ideas, which are not healthy. I don't think they are. And so instead of the wrong thing, she would end up doing swinging whatever and no 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 please don't do that yeah it's it's crazy because that's the way i look at it now um and think think that you know if you're masturbating to a porn video you are masturbating over another man having sex with someone you find attractive so think about it this way would you let someone have sex with you your wife in front of you or girlfriend and watch it because that's essentially what's what's happening to an extent. Um, and that's the strange part of it, because then it perverts the mind and makes you not understand what's maybe realistic in, in, in real in real life. Is that what you're alluding to? Absolutely. By watching porn, you become a pervert. But if you are dragging your partner into this, you are making such a disservice to them because women are are very prone to this kinds of leadership they will follow oftentimes what you're doing to the latter just because you are their leader and you you are ruining an, an, another person's life it's like think of alcohol studies show i'm kind of i'm having fun with studies today <laughs> but they do show that women have more problems with alcohol addiction so when a woman starts to get addicted to alcohol she will go down that downward spiral faster than a guy would and it's similar with porn it might take you 10 years to go downward down the downward spiral of porn intensity and end up with some you know child porn 
getting arrested for that. It might take you 10 years, but with a woman, it 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 happens way quicker because one reason is that it's easier for women to get sex, way easier. So no, don't don't do that for yeah. your partner. Cause, for cause, her sake. Yeah, because for men, we're we're sexual up to the point of orgasm. Whereas women, they tend to be sexual beyond that point, if that makes sense. Because like, how many times do you know yourself where you don't want to go again, but they do? So women are actually more like equally as sexual, if not more sexual, uh, than, than men are. But let's flip the script here and, and say, well, aren't there any positives to porn? Because I can think of a few that, yes, they're probably overshadowed by the negatives, but maybe you could say, well, is there less chance of rape in civilization? with porn available does it give people a chance to maybe learn what it's like without having to to, to do anything can you think of any positives or f from your side is it all just a negative uh a negative sort of construct <laughs> okay if you want to hear about positive sides of porn from me you got the wrong guy on the podcast <laughs> but seriously I don't think that porn serves anything. Let's say, yeah. Like what you said, it it might reduce rape. I, I do believe that it actually increases rape because of the downward spiral that I mentioned. It takes people, people start watching porn and we have a lot of evidence of it. People in jail, they report who get arrested and go into jail. They do say that, yeah, I rape because I started with porn. They go through that downward spiral, starting with simple images. Then they go to softcore, then regular, then hardcore, then animal stuff, weird stuff, creepy, until even that is not enough. They end up raping or doing even something worse. Now, someone might say, you know, there is some kind of educational value in porn because we can use it to do sex education. But the problem with this is that porn is not designed to educate. It is designed to show a fake reality. Beautiful people with amazing organs, having amazing fun, but this is not real life. If you want to teach, let's say, kids sex, which is which I think is a good idea. I, I did not have sex education proper way, and that's what basically sc screwed me up for life. <laughs> not not for life, but for many, many years. That's my take on it. Well, this is this is the whole point in having a conversation, isn't it? Because they're the sort of positives that people put across, aren't they? Oh, well, you know, if I wasn't watching porn, I'd be out there harassing girls. If I wasn't doing this, I'd be doing that. So, so what you're saying is that it's a gateway drug to more sexual desires and weirder sexual desires. Is, is that what you're basically saying there? Yes. It's, it's a matter of intensity. Just like with anything, if you start eating, when you have a meal, you don't start with the dessert. The dessert comes last. Why? Because of that pleasure letter. You start with simple things. You start with salad. Then you go to something more tasty, like protein. And then you go have the dessert. Same thing with porn. Because if we eat the dessert first, 
we won't enjoy the salad. So we'll start with something simple with porn, and then we need to keep increasing the intensity. Otherwise, we won't feel anything. Just like going from protein to ice cream. We still want to eat, but we can't enjoy the protein anymore. We need something tastier. Here comes more intense porn. So if someone wants to come to you today and they let's let me paint a picture of a um a fake client. So they are 23 years of age, never had sex, never kissed a girl, and they watch porn three times a day. What would what would you start with with them to try and get them to change their life around from someone who is obviously addicted to porn, who obviously has been watching it for probably eight, eight years, nine years, never had a girlfriend, never kissed anyone, has already got this false reality of what sex is like. Where would you start, Roman? Well, let me tell you what I would not start with. I would not start with shaking their hand. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I feel I feel for those people because I feel for your listeners if they are addicted to porn right now. Because I've been there. I know how it feels. I've wasted a lot of time, a lot of effort, and I have a lot of regret. So once the first thing I will say to a guy is that you need to stop it now. 23 is is already too late. You should have stopped this back in your teenage years because the only sort of quote-unquote valid reason to watch porn is for teenagers as a replacement for sex because they oftentimes don't have access to it. So I don't support it, but I do understand this for teenagers, but not for someone in their early 20s. At this point, this guy is supposed to be working on developing social skills, practical skills, building a foundation for the future life. Instead, he is choosing to live easy life now, but hard life will come later. Now, this is the motivational side. Now to the practical side. There is a system that I use, and it's not it's not really rocket science. I just tested a lot of things with people, and I chose for this system the best tools that help the most. Here are some of them. So first of all, there are three components to this system. The first one is what I call a no-fap battle plan because I see this as a real battle. This addiction is very strong and it's a deadly enemy that will take you down unless you are really serious about this and you have this strategy, this battle plan laid out and you follow it. Now, when it comes to following it, you need to have the second component, which is commitment. Without commitment, we can talk about it all day long, but nothing happens. And by commitment, I mean that a person commits to one hour of personal growth work every day, starting with this system that I'm talking about, which is available through my free NoFap course. And the third component is accountability. This is key. You have to make yourself accountable to someone else. Ideally, find a coach or a mentor who you will open up to about your addiction and you will check in with them every day, making sure that there is this pressure from another person being publicly 
committed, publicly accountable. This is huge. We will oftentimes do more for other people than we will do for ourselves because we value their opinion, especially if we're super young and we really care about what others think about us. So, so let's say that that's helped people come off the porn. My my sort of take on this as well is that with things such as Instagram now, you get messages saying, oh, you know, come and join my webcam. The OnlyFans situation now as well. Um, people's pictures generally on like Snapchat and Facebook, etc., are getting more and more sexualized. Do you think that's a gateway to even pornography as well? <laughs> oh my god look i i just can't open tiktok on my phone anymore because every time i open it the very first video is a girl getting naked and the first video come on guys seriously i want i open an app to you know maybe to watch an inspirational video or find a how-to or something, but then I get a girl. So our apps today, they are already a gateway to pornography, just like you said, because a lot of women, they realize that they can use their body to attract interest, to attract likes and attract followers to become an influencer. So this is super pervasive. And basically, our media is getting sexualized in this way. So there is no way of escaping this, what I call triggers, when you, when you watch social media. Because those triggers, they remind you, wow, I forgot all about it. I can actually jerk off to porn and I would feel amazing. And maybe right now I don't feel good. I feel kind of low. I feel sluggish. That's what I need. That's a boost. Hooray, let's do it. And then you'll find yourself flying down that rabbit hole. Well, well, this is it. I think with females, they, as you said, it's it's which came first, chicken or the egg. Women put their photos up, men get, give them attention. Women put their pictures up, men give them attention. So there's two sides to this coin. So maybe as men, if we stopped giving attention to the OnlyFans models, to the Instagram photographs, and stop validating them, maybe they may actually change their behavior as well uh, in that respect. Because the thing is now with many people, as you said, they are sluggish. They don't really have any drive. If you look at what they have on their phone in terms of apps, they have Tinder or porn for lust. They have Instagram for, um, for, for pride. They've got envy, which is Facebook delivery or food delivery apps is, is, is uh, gluttony. You've got Netflix, which is sloth. You've got LinkedIn, which is greed. Um, and I think I might be missing one, but you get the gist. And if they're all of the things that you're looking at all the time, you're obviously going to get that feeling, aren't you? Of 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 lack of fulfillment. So it's all very well and good averting from something, but we need to replace it with something else. So what what would you suggest the replacement? therapy let's say to be because if you stop smoking cigarettes generally you do something else people will vape or they will just put their pens in their mouth or they might have nicotine gum or 
etc 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 so what would your replacement therapy uh, uh include roman yeah that's that's an amazing question thank you for asking it i i love this idea of using a replacement habit i support it 100 it's a huge component of my free no fab course because what happens when you quit watching porn your brain, your mind creates a void. You had this instant gratification idea in your mind. You had this dopamine spike available to you all the time, but now it's gone. And it feels it feels twice as worse compared to what you had. When you had porn addiction, it was, let's say, 100% painful because you realize that you're wasting your time and potential. But now it's 200% as painful to feel in that void we need to introduce this new replacement habit and it makes easier to get rid of the old habit because it's like you are deinstalling the old habit and installing the new one in its place then it gets easier now my favorite replacement habits is something that you can do right away and that also feels good because when you associate pleasure with the habit it it helps you install it faster now the things that people use as replacement habits most effectively are top three and they're super simple you're gonna laugh at this taking a walk by taking a walk you you push yourself to be active and that sends a positive message to to your brain because you're not alone, you're not sitting in your room, you're not lying on your couch, you're moving. This is good for your mindset. Plus, you, you go out, you engage with the outside world, you smile to other people, you say hello, maybe even have a conversation, for God's sake. God forbid. Second thing, meditation slash prayer. If you are religious, pray and trust your recovery with god ask for willpower very helpful if you are religious and you are not using prayer as a way as your replacement habit and a way to fight urges you're missing out on an amazing opportunity another alternative is meditation sit down and it's easy to do guided meditation there are many meditations available I also have a few meditations available on my YouTube channel specifically for NoFap. You sit for 5-15 minutes and you get positive messages. You focus on what's real and what you want versus what you don't want, which is porn addiction. Boom, you snap out of it. And the third one is exercise. If you can't hit the gym, do it. You will feel amazing after and this will reinforce the positivity that's in your life right now, thanks to quitting porn addiction. If you can't hit the gym, okay, fall on the floor and do push-ups, as many as you can, ideally to failure. Even if you do 20, you will already quench that urge. But if you do it to failure, the urge will be gone for, for several hours. Well, it's a case of, of keystone habits, isn't it? Like, for example, if you drink alcohol, 
you are more likely to smoke cigarettes, even if it's just when you drink. You are more likely to eat fast food. You are more likely to get into fights. You're more likely to probably take drugs of other sorts as well. So for you, what if if we take porn as that keystone habit, what other ha- other habits or bad things are likely to happen off the back of that because of that keystone habit? Well, pretty much everything that you mentioned. Look, for younger guys, who is the the most problematic category in terms of porn addiction? They're the who are mostly prone to this addiction. They also struggle with social media addiction and video games addiction. These are their things. With older guys, let's say in their 20s or 30s or later, I would oftentimes see addiction to weed, smoking weed, and addiction to unhealthy fetishes, I would say. So they develop this intensity problem that I was talking about. And now they're no longer addicted to porn itself, but to creepier stuff. And yeah, in addition to weed, that could also be junk food. Let's say I'm thinking about one person right now. And I remember how what they would do. They would make this weekend for themselves where every day they would spend about five hours watching porn, adding on top of it tons of junk food, smoking weed, and also alcohol, making this a the unhealthiest fest ever. So you mentioned, because it's quite interesting, un- unhealthy fetishes, uh, fetishes. I'm not expecting any super gory details, let's say, but are there any similarities in those for males or females, or does it really depend on a, a personal preference in, in that respect? Somehow, as a coach, <laughs> I end up working with people who, l- l- not lots of them, but m- that's my trend. People having food fetish like this. So the, if you're asking about similarities, that's one similarity that I noticed. Sorry, I, like, I meant in terms of porn, porn fetish. Like You mentioned fetishes, like unhealthy fetishes. Did you mean yeah. something sexual or non-sexual? I'm talking about food, food, ah, food sorry. fetish. I thought you meant um, th- they came with unhealthy sexual fetishes that they couldn't get over. Okay, <laughs> that, that makes more sense, to, to, to be fair. So with with your uh, uh, your clients, etc., how long do you normally work with them before you can help them be, be, be cured or weaned off the, 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 the pornography? And, for example, have you ever dealt with clients that have successfully come off but for for whatever reason a life event change or a, a a loss of a girlfriend they've reverted back to their past ways and have they recontacted you that's a good question that's a very good question in fact one of my one of my most heartbreaking stories is is this person who was born free for 2 years after starting working with me and I thought that he had it 100% down. And one day we sat down 
and he tells me that he relapsed. And I was dumbfounded, like, how could that happen? And yes, it it happened so that too many triggers ended up coming together. He was in another city that was full of those triggers for him. He was around a place, around a district with many massage parlors. He remembered how great it felt. He had a lot of free time. He was bored. He had a lot of cash on him. So he ended up deceiving himself, going into one of those parlors, thinking about massage. But when he had the massage, he felt so amazing, so aroused that he said, I worked hard for two years. I think I deserve this now. So in the moment, his animal brain deceived him, got the best of him. And that that's how he succumbed. With that said, look, I, as a coach, I do my best. I push the person. I give them the best tools. I, I give them feedback. I show them where they're making mistakes. I show them their triggers. But ultimately, this is my goal. My goal is to take them to 30 days of no porn and no masturbation so that they see how amazing they feel. And now they have this reference point. They know how their life can feel. Now they feel alive, more energy, more smiles, more success. They feel amazing, more confidence. I want to help them create that reference point so that they can use it later as motivation. That's my goal. Beyond that, I, I cannot control them. Because frankly, uh, for me, watching porn is, is not an option, no longer an option. And I want to, to pass on the, the same mindset to another person. But in the end, I can't. I can't control what they do. My goal is to show them the way, give them the tools, and let them take that journey themselves. But, but you're obviously quite a strong character in terms of mentally to say that's not an option. But for someone who's maybe not as strong, they will say, well, look, I'm not going to pay for OnlyFans, but I can go on and a host of websites that pornography is free. There's thousands of videos. I can get anything I want to. What Are there any sort of phrases or ways to think about porn that will make it disgusting enough to stop your behavior, if that makes sense? Because, like, there's it's all well and good saying to people sometimes, I, I'll use myself as an example. Like, if I said to someone, look, don't do that for this reason, sometimes when you tell people to do something, they don't understand the reason why. But if you reframe it in a way that makes them think differently of something, it makes them disgusted in their own actions. Is there, is there anything like that that you could maybe put across to the listeners that may change their view on pornography on as, as a whole? Okay, here's one that I really like. What you see on your screen and soon coming to your VR... <laughs> You see a perfect scene, a beautiful picture. It's so enticing and it's better than real life. Now, look beyond that picture. What is it? 
So basically, this is a scene, let's say in someone's house, right? Where they they prepared everything for a set. Then two people pretend that they're having fun. And they're probably not. They're just doing it for money. And maybe they're broke. And that's the only reason why they got to the set and they're doing this. They're not enjoying this at all. They're acting out. They're very good pretenders or maybe even bad pretenders, but you're not recognizing this. Now, the people who organize this shoot, they they are probably taking advantage of those people in the scene because those people, they don't know any better. Maybe they're very young. They did not have good education. They're not aware of what they're putting themselves through. And this it's like this porn industry is just abusing them. Read stories of ex-porn stars. They basically all struggle with having normal intimate relationships because they basically screwed themselves for life by living this kind of lifestyle. And now, by watching this action, by paying your money for it, or even not paying, but let's say if you use a free website, there's no there's no such thing as free. You're still contributing to this industry. And now this is this is not the worst part of this industry. By contributing to it in general, you also contribute to other branches like child porn or animal porn, because you are sending a message to these guys. Guys, this is good stuff. Make more of it and make different flavors of it. You are a contributor. You are a donor. That amount of money that I mentioned in the beginning of the podcast, $153,600 in 10 years, you are sending that money to the porn industry so that it keeps abusing Young people who don't know any better. So do you want we, to do that? Yeah. So are we the end user? The issue. So you know, if you think about any industry where people want to ban drugs or they want to ban um, uh, porn or you want to ban McDonald's or ban smoking because it's it's unhealthy for you, are we the end user to blame? Because as you said, if we stop watching it, there won't be an industry left. Because there'll be no money, there'll be no attention. So can we as a collective actually change the the future of porn, i.e. no porn? No. At this this point of our spiritual development, of our consciousness, we cannot. Can we stop the climate change? No. At this point, no. We We need something radical to happen. And porn is less of a problem. It's less obvious. To most people, that's why we cannot we cannot solve it because we don't even recognize that this is a problem. I I get a lot of <laughs> I get a lot of hateful comments from people. They watch my video and they don't even watch it to the end because I I, I basically I don't attack porn too often. I'm just I'm not saying like I hate it and so on. I'm I'm just showing what I did 
the benefits that I got, and I'm explaining some ways to to get rid of this addiction. That's it. That that that's a typical video that I make. Yeah. Now pe- people won't watch it beyond one minute. They hear the word porn and they hear the word addiction, and then they bash me in the comments saying that I'm attacking porn and I'm wrong because this is pleasure, and they are entitled to this pleasure when they come home at night. They feel tired. They have their right to porn because it gives them that relaxation. And with this type of mindset, we we're not going to to win to win this battle. No, well, there's no way they, to ban porn. Maybe they uh, they get that habit of watching a minute of your video and then turning it off because that's what they do with their porn videos as well. Maybe that's the habit. <laughs> yes, <laughs> time to time to install better habits yeah so is there any sort of final points that we've maybe not discussed in terms of porn the negative sides the things that we can do instead or any general comments about how people can improve their lives uh from a from a relationship perspective possibly okay relationships the problem with porn especially with younger guys and i know this from my experience because porn was holding me back a lot. I was super shy. I had this strange idea that if I had a girlfriend, my parents would judge me for it. And I think this was happening because I taught myself to hide my porn. And then I thought that I I should also hide my girlfriend, the non-existent girlfriend from my parents. And I never took any action. And porn became my sex. I thought that this is all I had. And I wasted my golden years on porn between 16 to 21, those five years. And I believe this is the time where every guy or almost every guy should spend time building social skills, learning how to talk to other people, how to be engaging how to be charismatic, how to be self-amusing, how to make the other person have fun, how to make other people love being around you and enjoying your high vibration energy. If you're not doing that, you will miss the skills down the road. You need charisma to be successful in your career. You need to talk to other people. You need to be able to strike up a conversation with strangers now and of course you need the social skills to get a girlfriend that's what you need to do if you're 16 or older ditch porn get a girlfriend how do you do that very simple don't make it a rocket science so here's what you do in the morning Take the spills that I sell. <laughs> Here they are. You got to buy them. No, I'm kidding. What you need to do is you go to watch a video or read an article and you get one tip for building your social skills. Let's say it tells you when you approach stranger, you smile to them and you say hi. Okay, you write it down. Then during the daytime, or at night, you go out 
and you practice that one idea, let's say with 10 strangers, <laughs> smile, say hi, that's it. Next day, you take another idea from that article and you practice it again. And you practice every day, even if it's just for five minutes, but you make it a practice. Soon enough, by doing that every day, you will build your social skills to the point where you are comfortable around other people and even girls. That's that's how you start. So if people have stayed around long enough and haven't like beat their meat or burp their worm during uh, this almost hour podcast, how can people reach out to if they are struggling in this particular area and where can they best find you, Roman? <laughs> Guys, if you're still here, Yes, if you did not run away to jerk off or just, you know, vomit because this is not what you wanted to hear <laughs> or we were too boring. I mean, Jiwon, of course, was not boring. I was too boring. I know that. Anyway, go to my website, romanmiranov.com slash free, spelled as R-O-M-A-N-M-I-R-O-N-O-V.com slash free. Grab my free NoFab course. It's a structured program that will teach you those three components that I was talking about. The NoFab battle plan, commitment, and accountability. Grab it. Start doing it one hour every day and you will get free. In the meantime, you'll get on my email list and we'll talk. You will send check-in emails to me. I will give you feedback and I will push you to keep going. This is something that has helped a lot of people. I know it will help you if you are a rare person who does not get, get rid of porn addiction with the help of the course. I'm here to give you even more help with other programs that I have. Thank you for the opportunity Excellent. to say this. Excellent. Well, I'll put the, the notes down of obviously those bits in the uh, the podcast description as well. Um, and yeah, thanks very much for coming on the show, Roman. And I'm sure that for everyone who's listened, there will be some people taking action uh, to to get over their porn addiction and people that will reach out and make the change to get over that addiction. Yes, I think change is one of the beautiful, of the most beautiful things in life. And when I see someone who makes a change, who doesn't just listen, but really puts himself or herself out there and takes action. This is so inspiring. And I know that you can be one of those people. Well, this is it. Change is nature's delight, as they say. Um, so, yeah, thanks again for coming on the show, Roman. Um, and yeah, all the best. Thank you for the opportunity. It was a, a five-star honor. Thank you very much, buddy. Take care.